0: to us fires touchdown Miami. waddle snuck into the end zone of miami boy tight throw tight window they had to get that touchdown on that play they get it
1: what is up Dolphins fans and welcome to the drive time podcast part of the miami dolphins podcast network covering your team your Miami Dolphins. How's it going everybody? I am your host Travis Wingfield and on today's show it's a free agency special. Connor Williams will join us. We'll break down his game as well as get him in here to talk some football as well as his decision to join the Miami Dolphins this season from the Baptist Health Studios inside the Baptist Health Training Complex. This is the Drive Time Podcast. Another Miami Dolphins so a new offensive lineman here in tow as the Dolphins get a big body up front with plenty of experience and production in the National Football League. And we just begin this here with Connor Williams' production so far with four years of the Dallas Cowboys. And you talk about a team that has fielded some of the best offensive lines in the National Football League going back for over a half decade now. Williams was kind of a final piece to that team back when he was drafted when they had Travis Frederick, Zach Martin, Lyle Collins, uh, Tyron Smith. They needed one more guy and they plug in Connor Williams and he winds up being a hit for them as well. He was a tackle at Texas, kicked inside to play primarily left guard. He had 181 snaps not at left guard for the Cowboys. And it really seems like he's hitting his stride now, heading into just his age 25 season, a theme here of these Dolphins acquisitions. A lot of second contract guys, 25, 24, 26, that range in terms of their age. And you know, he surrendered just one sack last year, which gave him a 98.5 pass block efficiency. That was the third best on pro football focus among all qualifying guards in the National Football League. Not left guards or right guards, all of them. In total, he allowed 13 QB pressures. That was the second fewest among guards that had at least 200 pass blocking snaps, and he had well more than that. His 13 pressures allowed were fewer than 57 of the guards in the National Football League in 2021. He started all 34 games the last two years. That includes the one playoff game against the Niners this past January, logging 2,175 offensive snaps in the process. He's played 3,722 snaps over a four-year career. That's an average of 930.5 per season. And since being selected in the second round of the 2018 NFL draft, he's been as durable and reliable and dependable there for the Cowboys as anybody. With just 12 sacks allowed, 11 QB hits, and 98 total pressures over the course of four seasons. So that gives you an average of three sacks, less than three quarterback hits per season, and under 25 total QB pressures per season. That's going to give you a career pass blocking efficiency of 97.4. Very, very solid numbers there in pass pro. And among guards with at least 200 run blocking snaps on pro football focus, Williams graded out as the 10th best run blocking guard from PFF and 13th best in 2020. When running left to the A and B gaps off of Williams right in the A gap off of his left left, in the B gap, the Cowboys averaged 4.4 yards in both those gaps and scored four touchdowns. And they had some good numbers running off left guard the previous couple seasons too. Some 5.2 and 5.8 numbers in 2020 going in behind Connor Williams at that left guard position. So plenty of production running behind him and in pass pro as well. His athletic ability is a big part of that, I think. We talk again about Daniel Jeremiah and the run to the draft, about guys that can move and smart offensive linemen. His ability to get in space and execute reach blocks and pull techniques and just anything that requires quick movement skills, those were all on display for Williams in his four-year career with the Cowboys and before that in the 2018 NFL Scouting Combine where he showed the elite movement skills based upon the timing numbers there. A 505 40-yard dash. Is a left guard, a 34-inch vertical leap, 112 inches in the broad jump. He tested in the 90th percentile among all guards dating back to 1987. In total, Williams earned a 9.15 relative athletic scorecard out of a possible 10 points that cumulatively is in the 85th percentile. So an upper echelon athlete for the Miami Dolphins offensive line. And again, he can play tackle or guard. Talk about smarts and intelligence. And guys that can move, we mentioned that as well. But the movement skills, we check that box with the RAS scorecard, right? The intelligence, well, here, here you go. Williams was an early enrollee at the University of Texas. He graduated high school early, and that allowed him to get on the football field for the Longhorns at left tackle and right away earn freshman All-American honors. He did that while maintaining a 3.5 grade point average and earning admission into U, uh, UT's highly, highly prestigious McCombs School of Business. I'm reading that that's very rare. We'll talk to him about that here in just one second. It's hard to get out of that school, I should say. So versatile in life and on the football field, because what's one thing you always look for in a 53 man roster that can dress 46 active players on game day? Versatility and the more you can do will go a long, long way for a football player in their career, and for a football team in the way they perceive those guys. And that's what Connor Williams offers. Left tackle at the University of Texas before pivoting inside to the left guard position during his rookie season with Dallas. And he was a solution there for essentially four years for the Dallas Cowboys. He did play 180 snaps at left tackle when Tyron Smith went down and also flipped over to the right side to give you some work at the guard position. And he also almost never comes off the field. It takes a lot to get him off the field. Remember last year we talked about Liam Eikenberg and that swollen eye and not leaving the field? Connor Williams got injured in a game against the Eagles in 2020, left the field to go to the locker room on the final play of the drive, came back, didn't miss a snap the rest of the game, played 70 snaps, played the rest of the season as well. So he is very reliable, durable, and versatile. And then how about some uh, some fun stuff off the field here? Read the story about him uh, at his days at Texas and kind of in his childhood and, and getting up to high school and in college level, uh, you know, stand out from day one, but he knew that NFL aspirations meant adding some proverbial sand to his pants. He had to get a little bit bigger. So he went from 285 pounds to 300 pounds between his freshman and sophomore seasons at Texas. And that's not a rarity. It happens all the time in college football, but that's thanks in large part to his skills in the kitchen. He says, I guess he wanted to be a chef when he was younger. The story I read says, His parents told him he was a good cook and that he wanted to be a chef, even to the point that where he and his brother Dalton, who also shared an affinity for the art of cooking, competed in a top chef-style cook-off in their early years. Both were given five ingredients to come up with their best dish. I'm looking forward to asking Connor about that. And speaking of, let's go ahead and get Connor on here. We'll ask him about that and plenty more here next on the Drive Time Podcast with Travis Wingfield, brought to you by Auto Nation. Dolphins' new offensive lineman, Connor Williams, coming up next. What's up, Dolphins? Travis Wingfield here, the host of the Drive Time Podcast on the Miami Dolphins Podcast Network, and I'm joined today by new Dolphins offensive lineman Connor Williams. Connor, how you doing, man? How's it feel to be here in Miami?
0: Oh, it's exciting. I'm so excited. Uh, you can feel the energy around the building and everything. Just so pumped to be here.
1: You mentioned the building. What do you think of the new building here? This is our, our second season here mm-hmm. in Miami Gardens. What do you think of it all?
0: Oh, this thing's sick. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's definitely uh, top of the line, and Excited to get in here, start working out, and, and get in with it.
1: That's high praise coming from Frisco. I mean, you saw some a good building over there too. Yeah, so. it's most definitely. Uh, but this way,
0: palm trees and everything. Yeah. You can't beat it.
1: <laughs> it looks pretty nice, especially at nighttime. The sun, the sunset, it looks perfect. Mm-hmm. But um, so you know, I got to ask you this because my all time favorite dolphin is a Texas Longhorn. Mm-hmm. Any guess who that might be? It's Ricky Williams. I, so I'm curious. Oh, Ricky. Who is yeah. who is your all time favorite Longhorn?
0: Uh, you know, growing up and watched him. I remember. Getting out of bed and watching Vince, uh, Vince run, run for the roses. So I'd have to say Vince.
1: When you say getting out of bed, what do you mean?
0: Oh, I was. All, I, be, it was a middle. I was in middle school. It was a school night, and I, <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> I got out of bed and watched him run it. So, um, yeah, I just remember that memory very fondly.
1: One of those rare opportunities where you get to stay up late and watch a football game, right? Because it was a special one, a big national championship. Right.
0: Game, exactly. All that stuff.
1: So before you got to Texas, I understood that you wanted to. You had uh, aspirations of being a chef potentially. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, yeah, mom always, mom always said I'd, I could be a chef. So, you know, I, just cooking at home and everything. She was like, do what you're passionate about. Do what you're passionate about. Go to cooking school and whatnot. And I was like, uh, so, yeah, football trumps that.
1: So. <laughs> I think you made the right choice. But when you do get in the kitchen, what's your favorite, your go-to dish to make?
0: Uh, um, Aubrey, my fiance, would be able to tell you. But she likes, she likes the pasta, so I usually go pasta route
1: can't go wrong with the carbo-loading.
0: No, not at all. (laughs) Especially
1: for a big game. (laughs) So you're here in Miami now. What attracted you to the Miami Dolphins and this whole process in free agency?
0: Oh, um, I mean, just with the the new coaching staff and and – uh, the scheme and the fit it's just it perfectly aligns and just excited to be here just the sun the the team everything everything it's just a perfect fit
1: you got the aqua hat on already it pops man the, the yeah. color pops i look good in you. it <laughs> you look great in it you All look great right, thank you so you mentioned the scheme you know what is it about mike mcdaniel and this dolphin system do you think that really benefits your skill set on the offensive line
0: yeah i've always been uh, i mean i played tight end in high school so i've always been the athletic type of offensive lineman so being able to get out move in space run the rock uh And uh, and that's all they say. So it's singing to me. So very excited.
1: Catch a bunch of touchdowns as a tight end.
0: Um, one or two, <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> okay. well,
1: I know you're an athletic guy, so that, that definitely tracks as well here. But, you know, you mentioned Mike McDaniel, this Dolphins system, and there's plenty of offensive line coaching experience here with Frank Smith. John Embry has running game coordinator experience as well. Mm-hmm. How do you think all that experience on the offensive line can benefit you and the Dolphins team going forward?
0: Oh, just more heads at it, you know, being able to coach, being able to teach you technique and everything and being able to pick up other people's brains. It's awesome. It's a, uh, it's going to be a good family fit.
1: When you got drafted by the Cowboys, you were kind of the fifth piece, there, the final piece on a really good offensive line, mm-hmm. and you guys had production for for your entire career there in Dallas. Mm-hmm. Is there one thing you kind of took away from all the greatness you were surrounded by on that Cowboys offensive line?
0: You know, uh, I mean, I was I was privileged to be able to play next to such great guys and Hall of Famers, and uh, just being able to watch them and watch how they go about their business and day in and day out. And uh, I got drafted there when I was 20, so being able to learn from them at such a young age and develop into my own. Um, it's it's experience I want to be able to take back
1: so last year I saw just kind of going back over some of your tape you had some untraditional steps where you're kind of moving around in the backfield and, and going in mo- not going in motion but in the backfield mm-hmm. and you know Mike McDaniel used Trent Williams last year on mm. some motion stuff with the 49ers have you seen that have you thought about that at all
0: no I haven't <laughs> even thought about it but I mean wherever I'm needed I'm going it's
1: kind of a dream though to get a head start though wouldn't it be oh yeah most definitely <laughs> So there was a, there was a stretch of games last year where you, you came back onto the field and really performed late in the season. Uh, and is, you know, after overcoming some adversity within that season last year, mm-hmm. how did that kind of happen for you? How did you learn from that process and get back onto the field and really produce for the Cowboys?
0: I mean, that's, I mean, that's football, that's life. I mean, adversity comes and it goes and it's about handling the adversity. And, and, um, I knew my day would come again and it came quicker than I thought. And, uh, Just got back on the field and and playing football at the end of the day, you know, you're playing with heart, you're playing with passion and you're playing the game that you always played as a kid, so it's not much more to it.
1: Yeah, we love to see that down here, especially. And I want to go back to the Texas talk right here, because you're going to reunite with one of your former Longhorn teammates and Brandon Jones. Mm-hmm. Have you guys stayed in touch? Good to see a familiar face here.
0: Uh, I'm excited to see him. You know, I haven't, talk, I haven't talked to him in a while, and I'm excited to see him. I'm excited to be able to link up with him.
1: Yeah, he's a pretty energetic guy here that we have, and a lot of those guys down here in the building, so you'll fit right in with them. Right um, so as we get going here, you know, what are you most excited about this opportunity? It could be Football, the culture of South Florida, some Mm -hmm. food maybe. You talk about being a chef. Dealer's Choice, what are you most excited about here with the Miami Dolphins?
0: Uh, You know what? I was born and raised in Texas my whole life, went to UT and everything, being able to get out of that bubble and and a new fresh start with some new energy, a new team, new faces and everything, just – excited for the next step
1: is there anything that you have to check off your bucket list down here like whether it's going out to the Everglades maybe going to go see a a Miami Heat game what's one thing you're looking forward to doing away from the football field
0: oh I guess we're gonna have to drive down to the keys huh yeah (laughs) yeah can't go wrong with that
1: (laughs) all good man Connor Williams New Dolphins offensive lineman thanks for joining us today thank you pleasure and there he goes New Dolphins offensive lineman Connor Williams here on the drive time podcast These are shorter episodes than usual, but we have a bunch of them for you guys, so hopefully you enjoy all these interviews with these new free agents here for your Miami Dolphins. All really fun guys to talk to, upbeat, energetic, and very informative too as to this coaching staff, this roster, this team, why they decided to join the Miami Dolphins. Plenty of good stuff. Let's go ahead and put a bow on this episode, but first, our last break here on the Drive Time Podcast, Travis Wingfield, brought to you by Auto Nation. All right, Drive Time Podcast. Travis Wingfield presented by Auto Nation. Connor Williams episode. Hope you guys enjoyed that. The new Dolphins offensive lineman. A lot of good experience at the left guard position. Some left tackle experience as well even on the right side of the offensive line. So he has that versatility and the production to go a long way there as well, as you heard in that opening segment. As for this edition of the Drive Time Pod, that is going to be my time. Again, MiamiDolphins.com, all the write-ups on all these guys. We're going to have these interviews coming out for you on the podcast as well. Plenty of content with the lounge interviews, taking a look at those guys, kind of more of their personality, behind-the-scenes type of stuff. Again, all the content you guys could want on MiamiDolphins.com, YouTube, social channels, and everything in between. In the meantime, that's going to be my time. You all, please be sure to subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a rating. Leave us a review. You can follow me on Twitter at WingfieldNFL. Follow the team at Miami Dolphins across all social channels. Check out the Fish Tank with Seth and OJ. Again, the YouTube channel with all of our media availabilities, Dolphins Today, and of course the video versions of these interviews find those there last but not least miamidolphins.com until next time fins up caroline let's go to the beach